Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for uh, tuning into the podcast. Excuse me, I had a brain fart for a second. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, and Blake Street Tavern. A lot to get to today. I have some amazing headlines. I got in the middle of a fistfight, basically a fistfight. I may have saved people's lives. I may I may have saved multiple lives. I'll tell you why. There's three people involved the other day in an altercation in front of my house. I was having a nice father-daughter bonding time. We were building a cool snow tunnel in the front yard. It was awesome. It was amazing. I could fit through it. So it was it was a good size. So my daughter and I are having a great time. All of a sudden, I hear a horn honk, thinking to myself, what the heck is that? Then I hear people yelling. I, you know, I'm thinking, what the heck is going on? I stand up and I see a lady yelling at a man. Then also I look up the street and I see another man just bolting down the street on top of the snow because the roads were slick. This guy was this guy had like all terrain tires on his feet. It was insane. And I tell my daughter, get inside, because all I could see was this is going to get ugly pretty darn quick. I send her inside, and I'm still kind of evaluating the situation as she goes inside. And then sure enough, that's when it just starts to blow up. Now, I got to be honest. I don't know most of my neighbors' names. I don't. I know a couple of them, but these individuals, I didn't know. I've seen them before. I wave at just about everybody that drives by, but I've never actually talked to them. So I'm just going to make up some names. Why not? <laughs> we'll go with Todd and then a married couple named Bernice and Frank. Okay, there you go. So what happened? There was almost a car accident right in front of my house. Todd almost ran into Bernice. Then Todd got out of his car because Bernice got out of her car and was like concerned of like, what the heck just happened? Because Todd cut her off and that's why there was almost a car accident right todd begins to call bernice a bitch multiple times not helping todd maybe once and you can get away with it you keep calling her that not gonna end well for you so then bernice calls her husband who lives just up the street they're right up the street because she was on her way home and he says she says to her husband hey there's this dude called me a bitch down the street, we're only a few houses down. That's the guy that I saw running down. That was Frank. Frank the Tank was coming to settle some business because some dude, Todd, was calling his wife a bitch. So Frank confronts Todd very aggressively. Okay, I'm not going to lie. Frank was red hot. I mean, he was burning hot as the sun. And he is threatening to beat the shit out of Todd for disrespecting his wife and calling her a bitch. Todd thought he could just call somebody a bitch and get away with it, right? A lot of people say some some shit when they're pissed off. Todd just starts calling her a bitch multiple times. And then Bernice is like, you don't talk to me that way because I got a husband that's going to beat your ass. And sure enough, that's where Frank came in. Now, I'm sitting there watching this going, what in the fuck is happening? And it it was just insane. So I had to sit there and I go, if Frank touches Todd, Todd will 
curl up into a little ball and just melt into the ground because Frank will destroy him. He will destroy him. And then Frank is wanted for murder because he could just punch him once and Todd is just going to, it's not going to end well for Todd. I could see that. I don't know Todd. I don't know Frank. But a quick evaluation of the situation, I'm like, yeah, Frank's going to win. Frank's going to win. So I was like, shit, I got to step in. I got to step in. Listen, hero is a strong word, so I'm going to use it, okay? It just makes sense in this situation. I calmly went over, took off my coat, put it on my car, took off my... By the way, I had to take off the coat because it was, it was yellow. I looked like a fucking banana. I can't walk over there and look like a banana. You don't take a banana to a fist fight. Okay? You don't. Hey, FYI, learning lesson. Don't do that. Took off my mittens because, again, you don't show up to a fight wearing mittens. Then I made my way over to the altercation. Tempers were red hot. Frank was ready to dispense justice. But I stayed calm. I stayed cool. I was cooler than a witch's titty in a brass bra on a winter's day. You can use that. Make that a t-shirt. You're welcome. It was insane. Frank was irate. And I kind of was just like, I stepped in the middle and I was like, whoa. Uh. I just, I wanted to wait for that. <laughs> there you go. But anyway, so I step in the middle and I'm like, whoa, what's going on? And... Frank, who's pissed off like a madman, he's just furious. He's all, that motherfucker called my wife a bitch repeatedly, and he's all, you don't talk to women that way, because he's a fucking, and he's just like, he, you could tell that Frank was just holding back every inch of himself not to just unleash and snap and cross that line, because if he crosses that line, he knows he's not going to stop. He knows that he's going to pummel Todd into the ground, into a big pile of mush. And I could see that, too, because I'm just sitting there going, dude, one punch from Frank. I don't know if Frank is going to be able to control himself to stop. I don't know. And I'm like, dude, just calm down. It's cool. And I kind of put my hand near Frank <laughs> and not I was like six inches away from from Frank with my hand. But he's like. Motherfucker, get your hand away from me before I beat the shit out of you, too. And I'm like, hey, whoa, 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 hey, I'm just trying to make sure you don't get in trouble here. I said, Todd, I didn't call him Todd because I don't know his name. I'm just like, did you call her a bitch? Yes, I called her a bitch. I was like, did you apologize? Because you shouldn't be calling her a bitch. He's like, I did apologize. And then Frank's just like, nah, it's too late, motherfucker. And I'm like, oh, shit, how am I going to de-escalate this shit? I was like, Todd, you fucked up. You don't go around calling people bitches, okay? You don't. You just don't open your mouth, start calling people names, and they expect nothing to happen. He's like, I know. I'm sorry. I, I fucked up. And then, boy, I, this went on for about five minutes, and it was a long five minutes because I, I just inserted myself into something. And in fact, Frank called me a nosy neighbor, but I, I was like, listen, dude, I'm just trying to make sure nobody gets hurt. I'm making sure... Uh, you know, basically hindsight, like if Frank assaults him, he's he's going to jail. And I, I listen, I don't want that for anybody. If 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 Frank hits Todd, Todd's going to the hospital because he's a weak little kitten and that not, not a dig at him. But listen, Frank's a tank. Todd, <laughs> not so much, not so much. Then finally, it gets to the point where 
Frank cools down enough, he's kind of next to me. And I was like, dude, I just don't want you to get in trouble. Okay. Just try to take a breath and walk away. He, he fucked up. He did some wrong shit. He shouldn't have called your wife that. But if you beat the shit out of him, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. So you need to walk away. And he's still just trying to just calm down. And at one point, I put my hand, hindsight, very dangerous move, because this guy is so pissed off. He's very protective of his wife. And I put my hand on Frank's back. And I was just like, are you okay? And he just, he, the first time I heard Frank, his voice was calm. And he's just like, he's like, you just don't talk to ladies that way. And that's my wife. You just can't do that. I was like, I know. I was like, he fucked up. He shouldn't have done that shit. I was like, but you need to walk away before you get in trouble. And I don't want to see you get in trouble. Long and short of it, it ends up like Frank ends up walking away. And then the, the kind of funny thing is Todd's car stuck in the snow. <laughs> so like me and another neighbor had to help push him out. And then Todd's standing next to me. And he's like, thank you. Like, he's almost in tears because he's like scared for his life, which he should have been. And he's like, thank you so much. Thank you so much for doing that. I was like, yeah, no problem. I was like, but you shouldn't have done that. You fucked up. Just admit that. You fucked up. Don't ever do that again. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And then we get him unstuck and whatever. Then what's funny, real quick, is the police show up and they don't talk to me because Todd's mom saw the way I handled everything and I'm in the thick of it. And I, I was not taking her son's side cause he fucked up. So she's like, can you talk to that other neighbor? <laughs> they didn't talk to me. I was in the middle of it. They didn't talk to me. The only way I would have inserted myself with the police is if, if there would have been charges pressed because Todd was in the wrong. Frank did nothing wrong in my mind. He didn't, he didn't do anything wrong. He's defending his wife. Oh, man, that was crazy. That was some crazy shit. <laughs> it was insane. And I looked back on it. And I was like, I, I was lucky Frank didn't beat the shit out of me. But things went into the right direction, thankfully. And the way, jokingly, like, yeah, I did save their lives. Because Todd, if he gets hit by Frank, he there's a good chance Frank just doesn't stop. And, and I don't know if I would have been able to pull Frank off of Todd. I don't think I could have. Because he was just, he had that I'm defending my family rage going on. And he might not have snapped out of it in, in time to, to stop. And he could have pummeled that guy until he was a fucking vegetable. And here's the thing. that saved another life because he could have ended up in prison. I Listen, I imagine, I imagine I should be receiving some sort of medal. Right? Right? You would think there would be a ceremony of some sort. I'll have some famous person fly out. I'll be on some podium and there'll be words said. <laughs> and they'll put a medal over my neck. I'm sure it will be made of unique materials. <laughs> and then, then and then they'll be singing and dancing and then we'll all eat cake. It'll be great. <laughs> and now I have a new nickname in the neighborhood. It's called the Diffuser. That's so stupid. I can't believe they didn't talk to me. I was just like, but I was in the middle of it. I didn't want to because all I would have said would be like, Todd started it. That's it. 
Frank defended his wife. What else do you want me to say? I'm not going to fucking lie for anybody. I'm telling you the truth. That's what happened. Now, I was scared for my life because Frank was pissed. I got to be honest. He was pissed. And I don't blame him. Anyway, you know what we need to do? Let's move aside from this conversation. Let's jump into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> you guys remember Diddy, right? The rapper, producer, just a huge icon in, in music. Well, he was on Instagram and he said something wild. I can't even really wrap my head around it. I'm going to play it for you. Then we're going to react to it together. Ready? Oh, yeah. So this just sent, um, it's a thousand a cut, yo. I ain't no, no for real because, like, this is my barber, and I share him with the world. He's one of the best, but it's like I'm outside, outside, so it's like I need my hair, like, done every five minutes. But um, if you if you want to pay that price, I can spare him. You know what I'm saying? Me, my, my, you know, my daily price is 5000 you know. And I'm just saying, I'm just telling y'all the truth because it's my barber, Marcus. I love you, brother. Wow. Yeah. Don't take less than $1,000. Know your worth, King. Know your worth. Yeah, know your worth. Apparently, Diddy gets haircuts five times a day, which makes no fucking sense. Yeah, he's talking about getting his haircut five times a day. And each time he gets a haircut, he pays his barber, Marcus, $1,000 a cut. $1,000 a cut, and he does it daily for $5,000 total. That's ridiculous. Now, I did some research because I was like, what can he be cutting that much a day? <laughs> like, my head wants to explode. It's it, like the wheels are like slowly turning because it's like, this does not compute. Uh, that's what Captain Kirk would say, right? Most people's hair grows about a half an inch per month. Two to five millimeters per week. About a half a millimeter per day. What is he cutting? Nothing. Now, I don't want to hate on the barber. Because if somebody wants to pay me a thousand dollars for cutting their hair multiple times a day? Sure, why the fuck not? Because it's not like it grows out that much in a day. Even a week, even if he did it once a week, it's he's not cutting that much. But did he? You talk about shitting away money. That's how you shit away money. Now, that being said, if you got the money, and you don't mind spending it, go for it. And good for Marcus. That's a, that's a great gig. He can put that on his resume when Diddy finally realizes, ah, shit, <laughs> I'm spending a little too much money on the haircuts that I don't really need. A half a millimeter per day. Even two to five millimeters per week. That makes no sense. Once a month, sure. Sure. But it got me thinking, if I could do something where some rich person wants to overpay me for it, for something basic, listen, I, I'm not going to say I could go in there and be a barber because I can't. Because you, if you have the skill set to be a barber, like that, that's a great skill. 
because not everybody can do it. I've tried to cut my kids' hair, and it looks awful when I do it. Then we always have to take them somewhere to uh, uh, Nicole, this lady that does uh, my wife's hair and my kids' hair. She ends up fixing what I fuck up. Unless it's a buzz cut, then I'm, I'm solid. But doing the fades and everything like that, I'm just not good at it. But that being said, to Marcus, that's, he has that skill. So he's, it's really easy for him. But $1,000 a pop. I could make Diddy a sandwich multiple times a day. $1,000 every sandwich. Okay, Diddy, I'm really fucking good at making sandwiches. I, I, I am tooting my own horn when I say that. You like mayonnaise? Boom, I got you. You want a little spice to it? Okay, I'll sneak in some sriracha for you. Maybe add a little green olives. Oh, you don't like green olives? Okay, we'll throw in some pickles. Maybe some jalapenos. I can do that for you. Want some rare exotic cheeses? Sure. Want some basic cheeses? Yeah, I got you. How about some cheddar, motherfucker? Yeah. How about I could flush your toilet, Diddy, for $1,000 a drop. You're welcome. Wiping's extra, but I'll do it, okay? Nothing's beneath me for the right price. I just think it's silly. As rich people, man, the, I, I can't bag on the barber, but I sure as shit want to bag on Diddy. I do. But then, but then also to me, it's just like, yeah, he's helping Marcus out. He's being a good dude. Like uh, Apparently him and Marcus are good friends, and they got a great relationship, which a lot of people do with their barbers or hairstylists, whatever. So, oh my God, he's paying to have a friend. <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. Diddy's just lonely, okay? He's just paying for Marcus to be around. Oh, I don't need Diddy coming after me. He's like, I have friends. Fuck you. Fuck you, okay? Amazon has officially begun making shipment deliveries with drones to their customers in Lockford, California, as well as College Station, Texas. And according to the company, after a customer has been onboarded and, uh, and orders a package, a drone will fly to the customer's backyard and descend enough to drop off the package, then, of course, fly away. Amazon representatives said the goal is to deliver the package under five pounds in less than 60 minutes. I think that's pretty cool. It's bizarre in a weird way, because imagine the the air traffic that's going to exist now. And I imagine there's going to be a lot of hiccups along the way, but that's why they're only doing two cities right now. So it makes sense. Work out the kinks with two cities, what works, what doesn't. But that's going to be bizarre in 10 to 20 years when you have more of that going on. Pizzas, Packages, mail in general. Uh, I mean, I, I imagine in your backyard, if you have a see, that's what's going to be interesting too. Is what if you have a you live in an apartment? I guess it would just be delivered to the main, you know, management unit that that's where they're going to be delivered, and then they would notify you that there's a package waiting for you. But that being said, it's bizarre to. Th to jump ahead about 15, 20 years when this is just common, just a common part of society. You have multiple drones, you have flying traffic, you have road traffic. The th I, I am more 
accepting of that than having individuals up there in flying cars. I, I because the, you, then you're removing that the error of uh, the human error element. Whereas I am a little bit more trusting with a computer going, okay, it's going to make, this is where I need to go. I don't need to abide by the streets. I can just, wherever my air traffic path is, I can go that way. I imagine it'll be fine. It's just bizarre. And expect that to start rolling out within the next few years. More and more cities are going to be doing that. I know in California, they, they have pizza delivery. The, we had that that robot that was on on its wheels driving through a crime scene because it had to make a food delivery. <laughs> it's like I don't care. Listen, these these uh, these fries are going to get cold. I don't care who died. Okay, <laughs> running over dead bodies, cocaine just popping in the air. Well, shit. So yeah, that, expect that stuff to start happening more and more. That's that's bizarre. Uh, We got more headlines coming your way, but first add this to your New Year's resolutions. Win money in 2023 with Superbook Sports. Superbook has over three decades of sports wagering experience in Las Vegas, so you'll get the best odds anywhere as we head into the football playoffs. Plus, check out their special odds boosts and promotions at Superbook.com. Make 2023 the year when you win money from Vegas. Download the Superbook Sports Colorado app right now and place your bets. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Hey, at Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, I say it all the time. They have an amazing selection of beer, wine, and spirits. They also deliver, and they also do curbside pickup. That's available for you. So stop on by 104th in Thornton or in Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself. You can always find weekly deals, events, or even drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. Total Beverage, everything you need and more. This, I saw this and it actually upset me. A student was terrified her cat was suffering from a rare breathing disorder. She shelled out over $8,000, I believe it was right around $8,400 in vet bills before she was eventually told that her pet was just a little weird. That's it. Just weird. Your cat's a little goofball. But thanks for the $8,400, ma'am. I don't want to discredit vets. I don't because I know they, they're very important to our society. But there are times when I take my pets in there for one thing and I'm like, and it seems like they don't mind spending my money. Like you could do tests. I mean, if you want your animal to live, but you know, you don't have to, then they guilt trip you into doing something. And like, yeah, we don't know what it is. We spent over like $700 to find out what was wrong with our dogs. He has like this, like, like itchy skin and they couldn't figure it out. And then they still don't know what it is, but they're like, we can keep running tests. I'm like, well, he's not bleeding. He's not. I just put lotion on it and he's fine now. It's bizarre. I, I just, I'm sure there's a lot worse vet stories out there too. But sometimes I feel like they take advantage of us. And, and I know that's wrong, but it just, there's way too many times where I'm like, really? I took my car 
a long time ago to a brake specialist. And they wanted to do all these tests, a whole bunch of tests that would have been like over $1,000 just to try to figure out what the fuck is wrong with it. And thankfully, I said, well, let me hold off on that and I'll get back to you guys. And I happened to be talking to my wife's uncle who runs Stan's Auto up in Loveland. And I just mentioned to him, I was like, hey, I, I have this problem with my brakes and, you know, I took it to this other place and they want to want me to spend all this money on it. He's all, hold on, let me look. And he literally has something on his phone. All mechanics have access to this one site and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he's all, oh, yeah, it's your blah, blah, blah break on, on your brakes. He's all, that's a maybe a $300, $400 fix because of labor and stuff like that. So, something like that. I'm, I'm. I'm making that number up. I don't remember what it was. He's all, that's all said and done. He's all, this is a common problem with your vehicle. I'm like, shit, motherfucker. He found that out in like 30 seconds. <laughs> and a brake specialist just wanted to keep running tests because they know I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Same thing with vets. Fuck. And I'm sorry. There's probably a vet listening and, and you're sitting there go, you're a fucking idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. I know. I don't don't but there's times where i feel like that you guys are just stringing us along and just squeezing us for money sometimes and it's fucking annoying i don't know what's wrong with animals but there's times where it's just like let's keep running tests this came in on the mailbag thank you so much to kim for sending in this article a man named toko spent fifteen thousand dollars on a dog costume that he likes to dress up in and he looks like exactly like the Lassie dog, a collie. And it, it's bizarre how realistic this, this costume is. And a company that normally makes models for movies, he paid them to make them this costume. It's freaking crazy realistic. But now Toko is worried that his friends are going to think he's weird. Toko, yeah, they are. I got to be honest. Listen. At the end of the day, Toko and anybody else that does this, if you're happy and you're not hurting anybody, that's fine. But just understand, that's bizarre to the, the majority of society. You dressing up in a dog costume and walking around and pretending to take shits in the yard and, and whatever else and humping the fucking banister, that's bizarre to most people, okay? If it makes you happy and you're not hurting anybody, that's fine. But just understand, the reality of the situation is while we shouldn't be judging you, we are judging you, okay? That's just the reality of life. That is not normal. Is it wrong? No, not necessarily. But just understand, we all think it is weird for the most, most of us, okay? I don't hate you for it, okay? I'm not going to throw stones at you or call you names. No, it's bizarre to me. But... You're not hurting anybody, and you're happy. That's fine. I don't understand it. Not one fucking bit. <laughs> Could you imagine? When, when you see the picture of this guy, it looks like a real fucking dog. It does. Like, if it all of a sudden came downstairs and stared at me and be like, who let this fucking dog in here? I would have no clue that it was a, a, a human being in a, in a dog costume. Kudos to the company that made it. 
But Toko, yeah, people are going to think you're weird. You just got to get over it. If you're weird, you're weird. We're all weird sometimes. That's okay. Just be you. Don't hurt anybody. Okay? But it's okay to be weird. Now, that being said, I'm not going to dress up in a fucking dog costume and and start taking a leak on fire hydrants and ask random people, hey, can you take me for a walk? (laughs) Say That would be hilarious, Toka. What you need to do is go to a stoner convention, like a 420 convention, and then just walk up to people as the dog and start asking them if they could take you for a walk and see how many of them actually do it, and see how many of them can't stop laughing, and see how, how many people just freak out. Because <laughs> it's going to be a wide variety of responses, and, and I would be enjoying that quite, quite intensely. That would be great. Ah, it's not my thing. There's a lot of things I don't understand in, understand in this world, and that's one of them, but like I said, You're not hurting anybody. I guess it's fine. I guess it's fine. Listen, we learned a lot today in this episode. We did. One, be careful putting yourself in the middle of an altercation because you could accidentally get the shit kicked out of you. Okay? You could. Also, I'm a hero. I'll let you know when the ceremony is, and I'll invite you all. Okay? I imagine there might be muffins, maybe some bagels. I don't know. Hopefully some pizza. It's out of my hands. Somebody else is responsible for the ceremony. We'll see what happens. (laughs) That's so stupid. Nothing's going to happen. I still can't believe that they didn't fucking ask me any questions. Also, if, if you have a rich friend, start tossing out ideas to go, hey, you know, Diddy, he spends $1,000 per haircut and gets his haircut five times a day. Can I make you a sandwich <laughs> for $1,000? And you just never know. They could say yes. Also, be on the lookout for Amazon deliveries. As long as it goes well in those two cities, one in California, one in Texas, expect them to come out into another you know, another area. Who knows? It could be your city next. So that's going to be interesting. Also, be be cautious of going to the vet because they can fuck you over and you would never know. Because at the end of the day, it's just like, let's keep running tests. Well, I can't afford it. And it sucks to be that way as a pet owner because I love my animals. But man, I just I can't be shelling out a shit ton of money. I can't. And again, if you want to wear a dog costume, that's your thing. Okay, that's your thing. But please. Get a video of you asking people to walk you because <laughs> I really want to see it. I do do want to see it so badly. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share it with your friends if you can. Superbook Sports in Colorado, thank you so much. Thanks also to Blake Street Tavern and, of course, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. It's the Huff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. Hope you have a great day. Hopefully you smile a little bit in this episode. I am a hero. You're welcome. I I need a costume. I need a costume. Okay? I need a seamstress. Seamstress. I am a hero. I save lives. Make me look pretty. Anyway, it's the Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.